It's Fergie Boy. No, oh, I thought you were giving me a beat. No, I'm, try- I'm trying to remember what beat that is. Oh, it's saying it again. What's she order? Fish fillet? Maybe? <laughs> it is. No, it is. <laughs> you know what song I'm on about. I don't. I really don't. I've just. I've got I can't beat in say the name of it, but it's that oh, song. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. know the song. Okay, yeah, no, fair. Nah, nah, that's all good. That's calm. What's she order? Fish fillets. Oh, God, don't say fillet like fillet. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm in the ha-ha, no way, no way, think you need a new one. Hey, 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 welcome to the Talking Music Podcast, where we, you guessed it, talk about music. I'm Josh Ferguson, you are Connor Bryant, no way, no way, yes you are. How are you doing, Connor? I mean, I was okay. <laughs> like, my ears just had to, like, kind of sit through that <laughs> and process it. <laughs> but no, I'm doing good, <laughs> Excellent. I'm just going to have Avril Lavigne in my head now for the rest of the day, and fuck you for that. Well, good. Ever since we did that episode on The Feeling, it's been in my head, and I hate it. I can't escape it. It's followed us about a bit. It has. We start playing random playlists, and it's in those playlists. Mm -hmm. It's like God is punishing us for... Listening to bad music, why is that a punishable offence? Uh, you know what I think it is, is I just think we weren't in tune to it. I think it's always been about, like, no. just in, but it's just I, like, now now that we know about it, and we had to listen to it, it's like, now it's just like, faith, like surfacing much more. I mean, I don't know, I, I've never really clocked it up until now. Besides, like, um, obviously, film like Little World, right up, right yep. up. I've heard that many, many times. But like, I love it when you call. I've heard that more now since mm-hmm. hearing the album. Uh, I'm now hearing Film A Little World right up even more mm. now I've heard the album. It's kind of, Yeah, it's kind of mad, to be honest. And I don't like it. No, obviously it's... not. Jesus, please. Just your ears out. It's your birthday soon. Repress it. And, yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not confessing my love for it because I still hate it. I still hate the fact it's in my head, and like I still hate the fact that it's catchy. Well, to be fair, you don't have to listen to it anymore. And and and, and that's what I thought, but like it's still following me around. Well, I'm still listening to you it. You can drown it out with the beautiful sounds of 2018. Yes, we can. Too many sounds to name, to be honest. Mm. There were many great albums this year. Too so many. many. I, I, so I don't many. I don't know about yeah. you, but this year is like this is the most amount of albums I've listened to dedicated to a single year that I've ever done. Oh yeah, like I've listened to again too many to name. Um, I, I think my rate rate your music profile says I listened to like two hundred albums. Bullshit! I was gonna say I'm impressed with my one hundred and thirty, but fucking two hundred. But keep in mind. Right, like you say that's an impressive statistic, and yeah. sure it is an impressive statistic, but half of that was wank, 
and I don't want to return to those. <laughs> oh yeah, to be fair, like I purposely tried to avoid anything that like had kind of mixed to negative reception. So you might like those albums. Who knows? Yeah, I know, but it's it's, it's also like I try I try to wait like a few weeks. Like if there's an album by a band that I've never listened to, I'll wait a couple of weeks to see what the general consensus is on it. If mm. if if it's kind of split right down the middle, then I can make my decision. But if generally most people are saying it's trash, I will not listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Um, but I, I remember like the 1975 record that was like very in the middle. People mm. either loved the fuck out of it or they really hated it. Oh yeah, and I couldn't be bothered to listen to that though. Let's just see. There you go. It's a bit hypocritical. That that and I I couldn't be bothered to listen to Trench either. Like, uh, Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. yeah. That, that I mean, like yeah, that was as much as that well was well received. Like that's just in my I don't give a fuck pile. Like, <laughs> but honestly. I I just uh I, I I would like to say I remember how we kicked 2018 off and that was with Jeff Rosenstock's post that was like January 1st and I oh, remember yeah, that yeah. that being my number one album of the year but for, <laughs> for not like, very long like, <laughs> yeah a few weeks <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. a month <laughs> but it's good good way to kick off the year but to to fact the fact that we have come from that that was January 1st that doesn't even seem that long ago. No, and and now doesn't. we're here talking about the best albums of this year. What yeah, what man. an honor! What, what a, a privilege! And boy, are you guys lucky to hear us talk about fifty albums that we just absolutely loved. Fifty mm-hmm. albums each, mind you. So you should get plenty of recommendations in case you haven't heard any of these albums. Uh, I I imagine there's going to be like some overlap here. Like oh yeah, there, there will be. Yeah. Like uh, but like I do I I I believe in my heart of hearts. Hmm. That I reckon, like our top twenties, like might actually be quite different. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, mm-hmm. I can absolutely guarantee you. I, I think there'll be a few. Most. I think there'll be a few that crossover. There'll, there'll but be a I couple. Think, I think we're yeah. But top tens, especially, that's gonna be incredibly different. And I think you're gonna hate most of my top ten. To be honest, you think I'm gonna hate it? Well, no, because I, see, I'm I know of a few it, but... that you're gonna hate in my top ten, but like. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, this, well, should, be, one this should be interesting. One specific example. <laughs> I can think of those examples. Yes. You know which albums I'm talking about, and you probably yeah, yeah, yeah. have a guess which albums I'm going to hate of yours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. well, from that then, uh, should, should, should we make a make a start on... Uh... Um, yes, we shall. Should we start with some honourable mentions? So albums that didn't crack the top 50, but yeah, yeah, just five just... albums or five or six albums that... Just on the cusp. That is a very good idea. Okay, yeah, the first album that I want to shout out as an honourable mention is Cloud Nothing's uh, Last Building Burning, I think it is. Yeah, Last Building Burning. It's kind of like... uh, Oh, God. It's it's a fairly recent album, like within the last month and a half or anything. It's just like a really fun, sort of rip-roaring, kind of emo-punk type album. But like, the thing is, is, it's kind of very, very derivative of of its sound but and i think a lot of people didn't enjoy it because apparently it sounds ex- like the band has kind of like lost its steam but considering this is a band that i've never listened to before it was quite an exciting like jumping point so i thought it's it's a really good album but it just wasn't good enough to kind of like crack into that top 50 another one that i'd like to shout out is uh, laura gibson with uh, goners which is just like mm. a really really gorgeous sounding album yeah it really kind of i think yeah. the way that i first described it to you because uh, it, it was recommended to me by our good friend hayden 
And um, shout out I, to Hayden. Shout out to Hayden. Shout out to the big bearded man that is Hayden. Exactly. And uh, it kind of sounds a little bit like oh god, what? How did I describe it? Was it like kind of like early St. Vincent and Joanna Newsom, but like this kind of like gorgeous yeah. chamber pop like album. Really, really yeah, nice like use of Saint strings. St. Vincent had a baby with Joanna Newsom, and mm-hmm. they were really inspired by Kate Bush. It's the best way yeah. to it's, it's that just album. Sort of just really, really nice like sounding, like really gorgeous strings, really catchy uh, choruses. Uh, it's a really good listener. I feel like no one like talks about this. I found out about it through like <laughs> suggested vinyl on Amazon. So, you know, <laughs> definitely worth checking out. My last shout out actually is is one you recommended to me like way earlier on in the year, which is Insect Arc, with mm. uh, what, what's 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 the album called? Uh, Marrow Hymns. Yeah, and it's it like yeah. my 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 issue with it mainly is that I don't remember a huge amount about it, but as like this kind of like passive, like almost ambient, droney doom album, it's really really nice to listen to. Like it's it's yeah, it's seriously, so seriously just nice. suffocating. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's 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 again uh, an album that I don't think many have spoken about. So that that that's no. that's my uh, that's my honourable mentions. Right, good good list, damn good list, man. I mean, that's just honourable mentions. So mm-hmm. it's all downhill from here for your top. Yeah, list. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, some albums I want to shout out for my honourable mentions are as follows: um, Drinks with Hippo Light. This is a very mm quirky weird post-punk like indie rock album if you're a fan of women and this heat then this will be up your alley it has that same twangy quality to it but it's just so introverted that i just couldn't help but like um just keep coming back to it It, it's just such an enveloping listen like it it's 100 percent not for everyone i would say like, oh no, uh, definitely not. No, but like I said, if you're a fan of women and this mm-hmm. heat and like twangy post punk, yeah, out of the raincoats as well. Um, yeah, 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 then, yeah, definitely some raincoats vibes. Mm. And it's a really short album as well. Um, other than that, we also have Tropical Fuckstorm with a laughing death in meat space. Ooh. Now, yeah, this is a great album, and I'm kind of sad this didn't make my top fifty. But there were so many great albums that came out this year. Uh, this only just missed. Um, but this was. Yeah, very solid, like psychedelic rock, mm-hmm. punk. Um, and yeah, Gareth Lydiard from The Drones, who also yep. fronts this band. Amazing vocalist, great lyricist as well. Um, mm-hmm. He just really knows how to like go ham. One on of the track. best Australian bands going at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, Feeling Kind of Free, when that came out, that was like one of my albums of the year. Yep. Um, but yeah, this album, while I don't love it as much as The Drones' previous stuff... It's still solid. It's still fucking incredible. So yeah, only just missed, unfortunately. And oh, also, I want to give a shout out to uh, No Name with Room 25. Again, only just missed. Only just missed. And people are going to give me so much shit for this because people fucking adore this record. And I mm-hmm. can understand why. But for me, it was just... Uh, it wasn't that anything was holding me back from loving it, because I still really liked it. It was just, compared to everything else that came out this year, it kind of paled in comparison, in my opinion. I'm mm. sorry. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Ski Mask with Compa, uh, which is like this ambient techno album, like IDM album, that um, I only found out about recently, just as I was trying to catch up on 2018 releases. 
for the making of this episode. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just this really textured, pretty, uh, atmospheric, isolated, ambient album. Uh, it's gorgeous. And again, the textures on it are just so warm and fuzzy that I can just zone out to them, but also I can kind of move mm-hmm. to them. It, it has that like techno quality to it whilst also being very transcendental. It's um, one I heard of and just forgot to check out. But, yeah, I neglected it yeah. for the longest time, but I'm glad I checked it out in the end because it is really, really solid. Mm-hmm. Final honorable mention, I just want to give a shout out to Mesa with Feast for Water. Uh, this is a really solid, traditional Doom, epic Doom album. Uh, wears influences on its sleeve, very much so, but it's powerful, incredible, just pure, epic uh, do metal. Plus, if, if you do want to hear more about Josh's thoughts on that album, uh, Record Rodeo, episode two. Yeah, check out the Record Rodeo from, um, I believe, last month, the December one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want more in depth thoughts on that album, check out that episode. But yeah, this is a really solid album. And if you're a fan of Doom Metal and Epic Doom Metal, then do check this out. That was another one that I didn't check out. So that's fair. I, that's the thing. I the think shame. I'm going to get like a list from this of just like everything I'm going to write down. I'm going to be like, okay, Josh, like this. Okay, I well, didn't, okay, I good. Forgot good. to listen think, to that. Like, <laughs> well, I think this is why we're doing this episode. It's like, yeah. who gives a shit about our top fifties? Like, in the grand scheme of things. But if we can recommend some albums mm-hmm. that you never listened to or just didn't check out, yep. Then, and you end up loving those albums, then I think we've done our job. You know, I agree. One hundo, one hundo. From that point, to From we that point, crack on. Yes, we shall with our top fifty albums top of 50. 2018. We're finally here. Finally, at that moment, we can finally say these albums. I'm so excited. It's just such. It's such a good year. And, and I, don't, I don't know mm. about you, but I've like been purposely holding off, like telling you about anything to do with my top fifty, like since we started this podcast, because I knew this episode would be coming. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've been kind of holding back as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, I, I you can make some predictions. We can make some predictions. About yeah, there's definitely there's but... definitely shit throughout the year where it's just like we kind of know. Plus, I, yeah. like, I think you know what my album of the year is, and I think I know what yours is. Um, but... uh, yeah, I know what your album of the year is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, what's your number two? What's your number six? Yeah, exactly. What's your number you seventeen? You don't I don't know. Else. Exactly. So, mm. way this uh, is gonna work. Yeah. So who, who's going first? Should it? Uh, do you want to rock, so, paper, scissors? Rock, pa- how the fuck do we rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> we, we, <sighs> Just shout out rock, paper, or scissors, and then whoever wins. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Fine, I'll go first. I'll go All first. right, you can go first. Between 50 and 16. So, yeah, we're just going to blast through these because, again, there's a lot of albums to talk about. We have a very short amount of time. So, we're just going to blast through number 50 to number 16. So, let's crack on. Number 50, we have Avondale Bowling Club with their self-titled record, Avondale Bowling Club. Number 49, we have Casey Musgraves with Golden Hour. Number 48, Daughters, You Won't Get What You Want. And number 47, Father John Misty, God's Favourite Customer. And at 46, Sophie, Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. It's a mouthful, that. Number 45, Portal with Iron. Number 44, Nils Fram with All Melody. Number 43, 
Ice Age with Beyondless. Number 42, Horrendous, Idol. And number 41, Panopticon with The Scars of Man on the Once Nameless Wilderness, Part 2. Another mouthful. Number 40, Tim Hecker with Konoyo. Number 39, Young Fathers with Coco Sugar. 38, Lump with their self-titled record, Lump, consisting of uh, Laura Marling and Mike Lindsay. Number 37, Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer. <laughs> Fuck off. Number 36, not so much an album, more so an EP, but, you know, considering how albums just got shorter and shorter and shorter throughout the year, I just felt like including it on this list. And to be honest, the EP is so good that I felt like it belonged on this year-end list. It's so good. And the EP in question is Underworld and Iggy Pop with Tea Time Dub Encounters. And at number 35, we have Chris Reimer with Hello People, a posthumous ambient drone record from the guitarist of women. Rest in peace, Chris Reimer. Number 34, Sleep with The Sciences. Number 33, Tess Roby with Beacon. Number 32, US Girls in a Poem Unlimited. And at number 31, Judas Priest with Firepower! Oh, so heavy. Number 30, Grouper with Grid of Points. Number 29, Pusha T with Daytona. Number 28, Chemis with Desolation. And at number 27, Kitsy Ghosts Sometimes, Kitsy Ghosts Sometimes, Kitsy Ghosts by Kid Cudi and Kanye West. Also known as Kitsy Ghosts, if you haven't figured already. And number 26, Marissa Nadler with For My Crimes. Number 25, Anna von Hauswolf with Dead Magic. Number 24, Ort, Room Inside the World. Number 23, MGMT, Little Dark Age. Oh, I love the fuck out of that album. And number 22, an album I listened to just a few days ago. I only found out about it a few days ago, and it's already this high up. And to be honest, I feel if I listen to it more, it will grow on me even more so. Um, but for now, it's sitting at my number 22 spot, and that is Dautha, or Dautha. I have no idea how to pronounce this band's name, but it's spelled D-A-U-T-H-A, Dautha. And their album is Brethren of the Black Soil, Brethren of the Black Soil. And fuck me, this is amazing epic doom metal if you're a fan of Candlemass, check these guys out they're fantastic that's uh Dauta, brethren of the black soil and number 22 you and your doom metal and at number 21 edge schrader's music beats with riddles number 20 shopping with the official body number 19 kaliuchis with isolation number 18 jpeg mafia with veteran Damn, Peggy. And number 17, Sons of Comet with Your Queen is a Reptile. Definitely the jazz album of the year by far, no question. And finally, number 16, I'd say the hip-hop album of the year. Number 16, Hermit and the Recluse with Orpheus versus the Sirens. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's just my number 50 to 16. On to you, Conboy. Lovely, lovely. You know what? Uh oh shit yeah there was an album in there that like I was surprised to see so low down and that was uh that was Dead Magic because I remember when that came out like 
you were fucking all over that shit. Uh, I, I, again, it's just how good this year has been. Yeah. I love the shit out of that album, but there's just so many albums that you came out. You just watch things fall and you're just like, oh, yeah, my it's God, like, I'm no. so sorry something else better came out. <laughs> Literally. And yet there was just too many albums that I loved this year that, mm-hmm. like, even the albums in the middle, like, around my 30 mark, yeah. those are amazing albums. It's and I wish they were higher. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the it's the travesty of listening yeah. to so much good music. And the it, yeah. travesty of it all really is just like our pockets after we buy all these on vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, and then that's buy the more shelf issue. space for those records. As yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Steam the mic here. Through. Okay, so here we go. My Ooh. top fifty to sixteen. So, at number 50, Gouge Away, Burnt Sugar. At number 49, Loma, with her self-titled. Nice. At number 48, Interpol, with Marauder. At 47, I've got Against All Logic. Um, <gasps> can't remember the fucking album name. What's wrong with me? 2017. But, oh, that's, that's the one. Down. Thank you, Josh. You, uh, thank you for your uh, 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 down, contribution. At uh, number 46, The Body... Um, with the really long, stupid title of <laughs> I have fought against it, but I can't any longer. At mm. number 45, I've got Ken Mode with Loving. At number 44, Drinks, Hippo Light. At number hey. 43, I've got Flying Horseman with... The... Why do I forget? So many album names. Flying Horseman, Room Slash Ruins. At number 42, I've got Florence and the Machine, High as Hope. And at 41, the album that kicked the year off... Jeff Rosenstock's post. Now into 40. Number 40, I've got Pusha T with Daytona at number 39. I've got MGMT, uh, Little Dark Age at 38. Beach House, 7. At 36, I've got Nod with Chapel Perilius at number 46. Mitski, Be the Cowboy. 45, I've got Panopticon. Uh, this... The Scars Scar- of... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah that's the, 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 scar- the Scars of Man. Uh, but I've got part one and two kind of sitting in the same spot because okay. I really, really do dig the black metal album, but the, the country album, the grassroots album, really, really grew on me over time for me to just kind of put them on the same pedestal. Um, and at number 44, an album that I kind of want to give a little bit more of a shout out to because it's really fucking good and everyone should listen to it is uh, Vane's Aerozone. It kind of sounds like a mixture between new metal and uh, Converge's Jane Doe and it's fucking sick. Uh, yeah, so go listen to that. Um, but obviously just so many good albums that it's just at number four, uh, 34. I think I said 44 when I first said that. Yeah, I think anyway, I um, 34. At 33, I've got Nine Inch Nails, Bad Witch. At 32, Cat Power with Wanderer. At 31, I've got uh, Clarence Clarity's Think Peace. Now, on to number 30, Kids See Ghosts with Kids See Ghosts. Because it's really good, but it's not a 10 out of 10. Um, (laughs) Shots fired. I know. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. At, at, at 29, US Girls in a Poem Unlimited. At, at 28, I've got Marissa Nadler for My Crimes. At 27, Young Fathers with Coco Sugar. At um, 26, Lump Self-Titled. 25, Shopping the Official Body. At 24, 
Drouse, Cold Air. At 23, No Name, Room 25. At 22, Let's Eat Grandma, I'm All Ears, which I, it's an album that I really wish was a little bit higher on my list, but I just can't budge anything above it. Um, it's just so wonderful. And it's, mm. if you're going to listen to any track of this album, go listen to the final track, Donnie Darko. It's like an 11-minute piece. The, these girls are like 19, and they're writing ridiculously good music. 21, I've got Idols, Joy as an Actor of Resistance. Ooh. Number 20, Gorillatos, Twisted Crystal. At mm. number 19, Anna von Hasswolf with Dead Magic. At number 18, I've got Father John Misty, God's Favourite Customer. Number 17, Sleep, The Sciences. And finally, with my number 16, Parquet Courts, Wide Awake. Ah! No, I didn't like that album. What? I didn't like it. Nah. You didn't like it? Nah. Oh, man. So derivative. No. So one note. Nah. No, but the rest, of the, the rest of the list but is good. The fucking bass lines on that album, man. Total it's well football played. is a banger. It's well played, like, but nah. Right. But still, your rest of your list was I, pretty good. Yeah. The rest of your list. Yeah. yeah. There were some albums on there I thought was I, I, way I could hear low. your groan when, when I mentioned Against All Logic. Yeah. So. It, oh, so low down, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was down. it was just an album that I just didn't, didn't want to come back to all that much but like oh. the, the times that I did listen to it I loved it it just didn't have a huge amount of replay value for me hence why it's God. a little bit lower sacrilege blasphemy I'm so sorry maybe it's one that I'll revisit I don't know maybe and this is the thing uh, listeners these lists are subject to change mm-hmm. they are always subject to change I'm still editing my 2017 list for fuck's sake like, yeah, yeah. The more albums change you find all the time. Out, like, yeah, the more albums you just like revisit, and then you know some albums we just haven't given the proper love they deserved. We revisit them, and then they just like shoot up the list, and or they shoot down the list. Either way, mm-hmm. um, who knows? But um, definitely, like over the years, like there have definitely been albums from like 2017, 2016 that I've listened to, and I'm just like, you know what? This wasn't as great as I remembered it, or vice versa. So yeah, you know, it's the. Uh, but that's the beauty of music. It's it's you know, it's ever changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ever changing. It's malleable. Um. So yeah, let's move on to the top fifteen. We're gonna go mm-hmm. through number fifteen to ten, and then once we reach the top ten, we'll go more in depth with why we love these records so much. So, uh-huh. mm, LeBron James. So number fifteen oh. on my list is Mitski. Be the cowboy. Ooh, um, that's high. Yeah, I fucking love this album. I, it is I, really good. Yeah, keep, it's a bit all over the place, stylistically. Yeah. But every style on this album is gorgeous. It's well produced. Two slow dancers. Catchy. Two slow dancers is amazing. Washing Machine mm. Heart gets me pumping every single time I listen to it. Uh, Lonesome Love is gorgeous. Geyser is an amazing opener. There's just so many great tracks on here. For such a compact listen... There's mm-hmm. a lot of songs in such a short amount of time. That is what yeah. other albums are, though. Like, please, please go back yeah. and listen to Puberty too. It's really good. Yeah, I, I neglected that when that came mm. out, but I think I will once I've listened to this because yeah, this album is a serious achievement. This is mm-hmm. so damn good. But number fourteen, um, I, I'm not sure where you could think of this one, but uh, Mark Kozalek with Mark Kozalek, oh. eighty-five minutes of. Mark rambling about hotels, traveling, people he's met along the way. But, 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 for me, what separates this from 
Mark's other work and what why it's so high up my list is because of the melodies. The melodies are gorgeous. The guitar lines, the finger plucking acoustics are just beautiful and it, they are absolutely gorgeous and it's kind of bordering on like ambient sometimes um, you, but it's still like very strong fun. in melody um and yeah like the way for such a small budget for like such a um tight recording space that mark was in he recorded every single song in hotel rooms uh trying to keep it down to like the most minimal volume he could um but he has some really interesting overdubs with his vocals and like really interesting um guitar lines and just it's incredible it's a soothing listen if if Mark can't sell it, y- you won't sell it. <laughs> yeah, you're just biased, man. You're biased. So. You're part of the oh, machine. No. What the machine against Mark Kozlek? Yeah, man. I'll yeah, explain I, this I... later on with yeah. another certain Mark Kozlek album. Um, number thirteen. Uh, this is going to cause a few eye rolls among the music community, but Interpol with Marauder. Sure, this isn't the most experimental adventurous or deftly produced album that came out this year but for mm-hmm. me as a long-term Interpol fan as someone that rates Turn On The Bright Lights so highly and someone that hasn't written off Interpol as a band like many people have um, this was an exciting change of pace for the boys and this is just a really really fun rock album it's a rock and roll album and the hooks on here are fantastic just like I, I feel like the band have actually like come together and just like try to have as much fun as possible writing music, and it really shows in mm-hmm. the hooks and the uh, guitar riffs and just everything. It's a really fun album. Um, it, it's it's not the most perfect album that came out this year, but for me, it's just a really solid listen. It's a really fun album. So agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You, you know what I'm learning this year is that like uh, just because something isn't necessarily being experimental or pushing new boundaries it's like it doesn't mean that we have to like write it off as not being great exactly like like kind of looking like yeah exactly but like everyone's looking for like that next thing to push boundaries but sometimes like things that like maybe sound particular of a genre or particular of a band if the songs are still really catchy if the songs are if the songs are still doing stuff for you then like it doesn't fucking matter if it's not pushing boundaries you know no, definitely not. Yeah, it's just a really fun listen, and mm-hmm. that's all it needs to be, really, for me. And that's why it's so high up. It's number 13. And at number 12, we have Idols, Joy as an Act of Resistance. I didn't love this album when it came out, to be honest. I was quite disappointed by it, because I loved Brutalism. And, um, yeah, it took a long time for me to grow fully accustomed to what Idols were doing on this album. But, fuck me, now I've seen the light. It's it's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. It's so damn good. Never fight a man with a perm is probably my song. That lyrically, yeah. It's, it's, it's when he says, uh, you're not a man, you're a gland. <laughs> you're not a man, you're a gland. You're one big neck with sausage hands. It's, the lyricism is wonderful. It's, uh, still, it's still so funny. A heathen from Eton on a oh, bag, bag of, of Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. It's Great. so good. And yeah, the rest of the album has many quotables like that. It's heavy instrumentation. It's just full fucking throttle. Um, and yeah, I can understand why people love it. And I love it as well. It's number 12 on my list. And number 11, an album that I groaned at you for being so low, Against All Logic, 
2012 to 2017. Nicholas Jar does it again. This man is a god at electronic music. He is so good at what he does. I don't know how he does it, but just the way he manipulates sound and samples and creates textures with what little he has is just mesmerizing. And the dance beats on here, the mm-hmm. grooves are insane. Some kind love of game. Album. Some kind of game. Oh. oh, you're gonna love me. You're gonna wanna hurt me and scream. Oh, oh I can't. I can't reach those highs. It's all right. You tried, and that's what matters. I tried. I'm just really excited. Number 11, Against All Logic. Now, Mr. Connor. Mm. Number 15 to 11. Go. Ooh, we're starting number 15 off with um, a band that I found out this year, and they're fucking amazing. Rolo Tomasi with uh, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It. Just like at the my my first listen of it, like I I wasn't too blown away because like I don't know it takes me it, t- it takes a lot for me to like get into like metalcore because like I listened to so much like shitty metalcore when growing up is that like when I'm when I'm presented with good stuff like I have to try and kind of separate the shit that I hate and the shit that I love but this album mm. is so immaculately produced and so well crafted into like the songs all blend so perfectly it's like listening to like one fifty minute long beast and when it goes from like the really quiet serene moments into these like absolutely belting moments like um i I can't remember the lead singer's name but her voice her vocals are so like ah like punching you in the face just an absolutely amazing album like emotional when it needs to be and just beautiful uh moving on to my my number 14 is 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 a band that i was really like worried that they wouldn't be able to live up to their their 2013 album and uh that is behemoth with uh mm-hmm. i loved you at your darkest i Very just high up indeed a fucking firestorm of an album it, like when i first listened to it once again it was one of those things where i was just like okay maybe it's not as good as the satanist but once mm-hmm. i got that kind of out of the way the the tracks on here are still just as heavy. I love the sort of it's not necessarily experimentation that they're going with, but they're kind of like reaching this point of like adding in acoustic guitars, more choral uh, vocals, and um, you know, uh, experimented with kind of like cleaner vocals on some of the choruses. I think like Bartzabel and and just like oh, these Bart's tracks, Bell is like such a good song. They're yeah. just so they're still so heavy. They're still lyrically on point, and it's just like. The, the drums sound immaculate, the guitars sound immaculate, like just, oh, I bought it on vinyl within like a week of listening to it because I just could not stop like listening like over and over and over again. And just, yeah, one, one, one of my top albums of the year. Uh, yeah. At number 13 uh, is Ought, uh, Room Inside the World. Oh. Like, I, I just, I, I'm still impressed by this album. Like the, the power of catchiness from this record is ridiculous like or like i'm pretty sure like most of the songs just have like these incredibly catchy hooks in, mm. incredibly clever lyrics from uh, t- from tim darcy and desire is still i think i'd consider that my track of the year like it's so gorgeous and so ah oh, like tear worthy that i just I, it's just an album that like i've adored since i first listened to it like just really really it's nice and it's, album. A, it's yeah. a nice progression as well from uh is, is sun sun coming down 
Sun coming down. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a nice progression forward. You know, like it it it's taken like the older post punk sounds, and then it's gone with like the sort of like couple of years later, like the eighties post punk sound, adding in synths and just moving that little bit step forward. But it's it's really nice. It's it's a great album. At number yeah. twelve, hip hop album of the year. Ooh. Hermit and the Recluse, Orpheus versus hey. the Sirens. This is just... hip-hop album of the year, to be honest. It's... It, it's oh. oh, man. More people need to be listening to this thing. Like, you, you introduced yeah, me man. to Carr, like, and... Carr is, is just, amazing. He's an amazing lyricist. Like, his flow is great. I could understand some people, like, comparing him a little bit to Doom, just in the way that he, like, kind of crafts yeah, these bars. He's like and Doom, he's got, like, but slow... on sleeping pills. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um... But the way that he's kind of crafted these lyrics of like today's society and turned the entire thing using metaphors of like Greek mythology is so mm. clever. And these bars work so well. And the beats are so slow and like just serene and just beautiful sounding that like absolutely hip hop album of the year. Just absolutely fucking, yeah fuck you like like as, as much as like trap bangers are great and all like here and there or like a beat that just like slaps this is just this is this is hip-hop to me like just this is 100%. thinking man's hip-hop nah like forget that shit like just it just it's oh it's so good i i, I can't give it yeah, all it's amazing I think Carl will go down as like one of the greatest MCs. To I hope so. Be in the the guy's apparently just like a fireman or something in New York. Yeah, <laughs> this is his hustle. Like he just yeah. puts out music on the side. It's, it's fucking insane. It's fucking ridiculous, but yeah. one wonderful, wonderful record. And I, I really hope to kind of hear more of this collaboration. But I, I also really hope to just hear more from Carl in the future as well. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see next. what he does next. Very, very and interested. On to number eleven, an album that was in my top ten. Uh, until like a couple of days ago actually is uh, Hayley Hendrix I Need to Start a Garden ooh okay a right. really really nice quaint like indie folk rock album and mm. just really really small it's like half an hour long or whatever but like the amount of emotion that and really just nice sounding instrumentation that is packed into such a small package of an album it's just like it really really did just like tug at me this year like it just really really did everything there's that one like uh eight minute long song which i can't remember the name of which oh, isn't yeah, selling the yeah. fact that i love this album so much but like the the guitar playing is like really on point the song builds like over those eight minutes beautifully and then, then you just got like uh, songs like uh, Um Shalala, which is just like a great, great, yeah, exactly. It just like gets that. But then you got the ending of that, like where it's just that I need to start a garden. It just like she just like mm. goes like right for it, but and then it just goes quiet again, and it's just ah, oh, it's just lovely. It's just, it's it's such an easy listen, and it's just wonderful. Just really, really nice little indie folk rock album. Yeah, and, that's and, and definitely so an album great. that I think many people overlooked unfairly. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. see a lot of people talking about it. The people that do talk about it rave about it, but mm-hmm. it's kind of just been like pushed to the wayside a yeah. little bit, unfairly so. But yeah, it's a really it, solid album. Really, it just really kept solid. growing and up my list, like so. But yeah, it was in my top ten up until like a week ago, and I oh, feel bad. So I'm very now... keen to see what's in your top ten then. Yeah, oh, and I'll, I'll I'll let you know the album. That you you won't be happy with the album that kind of. Oh, don't it. don't preface it with that. Now I'm not looking forward to it. No, no. <laughs> But oh, yeah, fuck's sake. There we go. Okay. So, da 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 da, we've reached the top ten, top ten of twenty eighteen. 
So many albums have been discussed. Number 10 on my list. Death Grips. Year of the Snitch. This is slowly becoming Bullshit. one of my favorite Death Grips albums. Yeah. Really? I love this album. May. This is, like, when it came out, I was just kind of like, eh, on it. That was my, that's still my feeling. But here's the thing. It just, there was something about it that kept bringing me back. And the more I listened to it, the more I realized this is the most inspired that Death Grips have been in years. And they don't feel like they're going through the motions a little bit. It's not like angry hobo music anymore. It's actually <laughs> like trying to be something different. Uh, like influences of like 80s retro music and 8-bit music and um, krautrock, new metal. And it's just all these influences are coming together in such a haphazard way. It creates something that's wholly unique, not only in Death Grips discography, but just in the grander scheme of things. Um, it ticks all the boxes for a Death Grips fan. Well. Uh, Black Paint, Linda in Custody, uh, Dilemma. Um, yeah. There's just so many great songs on here. So many great songs. And yeah, slowly becoming one of my favorite. That, that is Death surprising to me. That. Surprising like, me it, too. That's yeah. not. It's not. It's that's not coming from an opinion of like. I, it's not that I dislike the album. I do really like the album. In fact, like if I'm looking at this, I think it's sat at like my number fifty nine or something. But like, oh, it's, uh, yeah. like it, it's it's there. But I I don't know. It just I guess it didn't grip me as much hey, as I thought it. Didn't death I thought grip it would. You. you know, I'm always <laughs> always so hyped for a new Death Grips, and it just it. I don't know. It just didn't get me the same way i guess it did it did you? i, I def- it's definitely not going to be for everyone it's definitely a departure from their usual shtick but i think that's why i like it so much it's just because yeah. again it's not trying to be angry hobo music it's not trying to be a death grips album it's just they're doing what the fuck they want to do yeah and it's such a amalgamation of different sounds and it comes across so well it's I such an adventurous record uh number nine uh definitely one of the most overlooked albums of the year and i talked about this in a record rodeo as well self-defense family with have you considered punk music Hmm. this is a deeply depressing gloomy sad uh indie rock album that you know i just stumbled upon online and it had an interesting album cover had an interesting album name it was quite short so i just checked it out on a whim and fell in love with it, it has such an enveloping sound and a dirgy atmosphere that uh, and also like the vocals are just really really raspy <laughs> it just has such a mm. powerful aura around it that i just sink into it every time i listen to it it's just a really dirgy listen and I love dirty music. I love slow, <laughs> depressing music, as as will be evidenced in my the rest of my top ten. You're a slowcore um, boy. I'm a slowcore boy. I love slowcore, uh, and I just love really depressing music. Not to say I'm depressed. I am sometimes, but I, <laughs> <laughs> it's I kind of like underneath matter. the surface, you know. But I'm a really happy person. But slowcore just makes me happy, and just because it it just hits me where I needed to be hit. Hmm. That makes sense. And this album just hits me in all the right ways as well. Um, So definitely check out this album. So Self-Defense Family, have you considered punk music? Uh, Number eight, Mount Erie with Now Only. Another depressing, dirgy listen. Um, But more so for uh, just its tragedy. Uh, But also Hmm. just tragedy in the face of hope because 
this feels way more uplifting and hopeful than a crow look to me did um especially with like uh, a song like now only with the uh, the really catchy chorus so like people get hit by trucks and die that uh, that's what i was literally just about to say as like a sort of uh <laughs> like anti to your statement it's just like yeah it's like agreed to to an extent but it's still really sad like yeah it's a really sad album but I, like i said it it has a glimmer of hope in it and after seeing what's happened to phil's life since the mm. release of this record with his marriage to michelle williams you know he is embraced it makes hope, you feel happy you know it makes you feel happy yeah so is... it's kind of like that like sad tinged happiness mm-hmm. you know gorgeous instrumentals uh beautiful stream of consciousness lyrics uh and just really tragic poetry um yeah so yeah mount Erie, now only fantastic album it's our first crossover oh We'll save it. I've got some more to plough through. Mm. We've slowly ran out of time, so I've got to like speed the shit up. Go uh, number okay. seven. Funnily enough, it's Beach House and number seven. Ooh, I bet you did that on purpose. I didn't actually. I really oh. didn't. It just so happened to be number seven, and I love nice. it. I love it. Um, yeah, Beach House. Uh, recently fell in love with them just before the release of this album. Cashed up on their discography, uh, and yeah, Teen Dream is. A masterpiece devotion is a masterpiece and this album is mm. ooh, i wouldn't say it's a masterpiece mm. but for the way they experiment with sound on this record and the way they push their sound forward is incredibly exciting and just uh, this is what dream pop should be beach house just get dream pop I mean, they um, have been doing it for like ten years plus, about a decade, yeah. And they like even ten years ago, they were ahead of the game. They were just on top of everyone else's bullshit, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. I don't really have much to say about it because everything that has been said about it has been said already. Yep. Um, it's an amazing dream pop album. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, fantastic, fan dabby dozy. Uh, number six. Liza Ann with Fine But Dying. Uh, super catchy, super fun, but also, again, tinged with sadness. Indie mm-hmm. rock music, uh, which is really fun, energetic vocals and just really fuzzy, loud uh, guitar riffs and just incredible instrumentation and really um, mature lyrics about breakup and romance. Depression. Uh, depression and mental illness um yeah it's just again really short really succinct it knows exactly what it is really fun listen and it was Mm -hmm. definitely the album i just could not stop listening to this year no i'd agree i'd agree yeah i just kept listening and listening and listening and listening could not stop and number five hop along bark your head off dog indie rock album of the year by far and hop along indie rock out band of the decade in my opinion disagree these guys are so underrated and you underrate them so fucking much i just don't find them entertaining at all. Uh, nah, the, the vocals are insane the, uh francis quinlan's vocals are just so like i, I want to say animalistic just because they go off the rails and they're so raspy they're just so in the moment like... 
and passionate and the lyrics are poetic like every single song feels like a short story um so much detail and like vivid characters vivid storytelling uh, and the instrumentation is just really fun energetic poppy catchy and just electric um See, and this album just even more grandiose than their previous two albums i was gonna and, say i did you know, i did prefer it to their other stuff but yeah i mean i love painted shut painted shut was like top five of the albums of 2015 for me as well but buggy head off dog um i do believe is their crowning achievement this is their best album and their inclusion of strings and uh other instrumentation and just really trying to work on creating a dynamic sounding record it's really paid off and ugh, love this album number four drowse with cold air slowcore yeah. album of the year <laughs> slowcore it's slowcore yeah, yeah it's inspired yeah. I mean, by it's like slow it's inspired by like um mount erie and duster i'd say I there's lows in there yeah but it's just blending all those influences with um like carissa's weird and planet for burial and just like shoegaze. really shoegaze shoegaze I, I just heard you say gaze like gaze uh, i did no i said shoegaze okay it's a very twinkly album it's a very twinkly album yeah it's a very depressing album as well mm-hmm. um yeah it's just very again hate to use this word again but dirgy it's a dirgy listen um yeah if you're a fan of mount eerie fan of planet for burial but also a fan of like the really slow beautiful sounds of carissa's weird and spokane and like rick alverson then ugh, do check out this record it's beautiful mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful and uh, number three low double negative fuck off it made it that high oh this album this album the textures and the sonic experimentation that Lowe's taken. Like, a, for a band that's been going for 20, 30 years, for them to come out with an album like this is not only exciting, but it's just a true revelation in that they're not just sad, slow, acoustic boys anymore. They are like full throttle, we're going to tear, tear your soul apart kind of boys sad slow synth boys now yeah i believe it's not just synths it's just like these powerful walls of noise and static and Mm -hmm. like industrial sounds of texture um but still at the same time while sounding abrasive and just out of this world they still maintain a true emotional core to their music like always trying to work it out is ah gorgeous despite it's like abrasiveness it's just a powerful tune emotion wise absolutely gorgeous and so many people are underrating this record so many people it's not one of my favorites and admittedly i was about to write off the album because Mm -hmm. low have been putting out like mediocre records for many years now they haven't really put out an amazing record since uh the early 2000s like things we lost on fire that was like their last great record in my opinion um but Fuck me, I'm so glad I listened to it, and I'm so glad I gave it the time it deserved, because it's just completely won me over, and yeah, this album is amazing. Absolutely amazing. And uh, number two, you're not going to like me for this, 
Oh no. Some kill moon. This is my dinner. Now I'm trying to work out what your number one is. Ooh. <laughs> what will it be? What will it be? Number two, Sun Kill Moon. This is my dinner. Sure, this isn't for everybody. And sure, Pitchfork gave it a 2.8. But I don't give a shit. This album is beautiful. It's quaint. It's comforting. Mark's lyrics, if you want to call them lyrics, are a slice of life. And they see the poetry in everyday human activities and just the world around us. And I find that to be truly something special. Um, and it does not lose my interest for the 90-minute runtime at all. This is a gorgeous album. And definitely the peak of Mark's latest evolution that he's been on for these past few albums. Um, I'm stumped. I really cannot work out what the fuck your favourite album of this year Well, is. let's find out after you announce your top ten. Yeah, boy. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go through mine. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fire through mine a little bit quick. Um, okay. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna give them some. Some good. So uh, at at number ten is uh, Soccer Mummy with Clean. Uh, now, uh, yeah. No. See, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. It's just. It was an album that came out at the right time. Uh, right. Right place. Right time for me. And it just mm. like. I, I loved I loved all of it. I, I loved the lyrics. I loved how the songs are written. And I know it's like bedroom pop or whatever, but it's it's taking what she would have done in a bedroom and then expanding it to like a full size band. And I just think there's so many catchy tunes on this, like uh, your dog and like the opening track has some gorgeous, gorgeous lyricism and like just like beautifully plucked guitar. And it's it's just a wonderful album. Like it, it slowly dropped down to my ten spot. Like it, it used to yeah, be a it was lot your higher album up. Year for a little bit, wasn't it? At one point, yeah, yeah. I just I absolutely adored it, and I, and I really can't wait to see where she goes next because I I think she could probably expand upon her sound. And I know that a lot of there are a lot of indie female artists that are doing this very sort of generic sound but i think there's something about her album that just sounded really refreshing from a songwriting point of view still it's 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 a i i think it's a fantastic record and and it was one that i couldn't stop playing at one point during the year so i had to put it i had to put it on here uh now at number nine the album that dethroned uh hayley hendrix i'm sorry is uh just one that has absolutely been growing on me and growing on me since it came out and that is <coughs> daughters with you won't get what you want uh, and absolutely ain't that good fucking, oh it's it's great it's maybe it's not the 10 out of 10 that like fantano or so many people keep giving it and and you know i, I can see why people prefer self-titled i think self-titled is wonderful you can hear so it in my, my record rodeo from like a couple of weeks ago as well hmm. it's just a totally different beast it's slower but it's still so like Ugh, so teeth grittingly like abrasive and i the vocals rather than being like shouted and like so in your face all the time there's just like small little bits like even on like the 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 first track where he just feels like he's trapped and there's like a claustrophobia going on with his just like uh, uh, like as if this paranoia is going on and it's just like that whole atmosphere throughout the entire album just encompasses me and i just think track after track it's just such a solid listen it, it's not one of those things where i'm going to rise it off as like oh it's not for everyone um <laughs> but it's uh 
Like there's like these carnival mm. ride like almost sounding guitars in it. Uh, it's yeah, it just does like everything. I admire this record more than I like it, but that's fair. Still made my top fifty, but yeah, like I, if you like it that much, then fair play to you, man. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's just how I feel. And uh, moving on to my number eight, uh, an album that like took me like straight away, and we've discussed many times on this podcast my my. Uh, newfound love for pop music and this oh, is no. just an artist that absolutely just grabbed me by the nuts this year and that is Sophie with Oil of Every Pearl's Ooh. Uninsides and okay. it's just a fucking banger of an album track after track like just uh, all these sounds that are just so clanky and clunky like nothing i've heard before but then you've got like some like you got tracks on there that sound like 2000s pop like immaterial immaterial is like one of my favorite songs of the year like it's just so cheesy and poppy but it's like got these fucking whacked out like instrumentals behind it Hmm. and just track after track is just fantastic and the nine minute closer as well whole new world is just man like that is one of those tracks where you kind of like as soon as it comes on you got to turn down your volume just a little bit so you don't blow your eardrums because it's loud and it's abrasive and i think it's exactly the direction that pop music needs to be moving in like at uh at number seven seven yeah seven an album you recommended me that you weren't necessarily so keen on but you thought that i'd be into it and you were you were damn fucking right because at one point this was edging my number one spot and that is melody's echo chamber with uh Ah, voyage yeah i've completely gone about that album to be honest (laughs) it's a, a mad sound collage of psychedelic pop rock and the mixture between her French vocals, English vocals, the sampling used, the the eclectic nature of the entire thing is just, oh man, it's wonderful. I I I can't get enough of it, and it's it's only seven tracks as well, like thirty five minutes or or something like that. So it's short. That is literally my only complaint is that I, I just want more of it and more of it in that style. Like, mm. it's it's fucking wonderful Pedals. at my number six tropical fuckstorm a laughing Ooh, death and meat space shit that yeah. high yeah like we were saying Damn. earlier so I won't, I won't touch too much upon it because i pretty much agree with everything you say um it, hmm. it's like drones and but it's like getting another drones album but this time with like more female backed vocals um I, I don't want to say more yeah kind of more political than the drones because oh yeah way more political the, yeah the drone the drones is more like really sad and like introspective and like this is like very very political and just mm. i listened to it again like this morning and it's just just rips through everything the guitars are great it is it's it's like getting a little christmas present of another drones album and at number five the first of two crossovers of our of our top tens Ooh. now only Mount Airy, number five. Just, uh, but nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of split this one in half and kind of give a shout out to the the live Mount Airy album that came out this year as well. Oh, the um, live album is yeah wonderful. Yeah, I kind of just want to like them to share the same position because it yeah if 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 you haven't listened to After and you're a huge like Mount Airy fan as well like check it out because it's it's kind of it's it's like half of a crow looked to me and like half of now only and yeah, it's like, like 50 minutes in a all church. played in this huge yeah. huge church and it's just him and a guitar and it's uh, beautiful but yeah you, you've already touched upon most of the great things about now only um it, it's an album that will for sure make you cry but it's also a progression of sound from the very very stripped back crow looked to me yeah uh, 
Tintin tin in Tibet, the first time I heard that, I fucking wept for fucking, like, like you said, it's less sad, but it's still, you know, kind of heart-wrenching. It's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I just think it, this was the natural progression, and to have got a Mount Erie record this soon after the fact. Yeah, like, this feels like the me. ultimate catharsis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, a crow look to me just felt like grieving, but this feels like I'm fully it, exercising yeah, yeah, my yeah. demons. It's just come out really fucking wonderful, as as all Mount Erie albums do. He, he's too good for us, Phil yep. Alvarum. He's too good for us. <sighs> we don't, we deserve don't deserve him. him. At uh, at number four, um, one that started all over my top ten. Well, one that just like very very quickly moved up the ranks in my my top ten uh, from when I listened to it. Sons of Kemet, uh, your queen is a reptile. Just nice, <sighs> blew me away blew me away not only is it jazz album of the year it's just like to me it might be like jazz album of the decade because it's just the fact that it's just like four guys two of them are fucking drummers and Mm. this thing is just so fucking catchy like with its like tuba playing and the the drum beats and then like the political edge to it just this should have fucking won the mercury prize this is the album that should have fucking won it fuck the really pissed me off (laughs) Uh, it's I know, I know, but this this album is just. I, I, there's not much I can say about it. It's just so good. It's so good. Mm. Um, and now I'm going to move on to my number three spot. Uh, Do it. <laughs> yeah, you won't be encouraging me now. Now I'm going to say. Uh, oh no, your head I can, for I twin can feel what it's going to be. <laughs> oh no. Uh, an we album don't have much time I actually, to debate this. And uh, you know, we don't have to. I'll be quick about this. An album okay. I was not looking forward to when it first came out because I really wanted to see Car Seat Headrest progress with what they were mm. doing. They, they're a newly formed band now, like an actual band, not just Will Toledo. And I was worried that going back to revisit old material was just not gonna be good. It's fucking wrong. Uh, it's great. The choruses are still there. Like the the massive guitars, the the indie rock. Uh, sound is so perfected by this point. Oh, perfect! I love it. I love it. And shut up, Josh. I'm gonna move on. To, I'm gonna move on to my number Twin two now. Twin fantasy, just, more like just, bin fantasy, because it belongs in the trash. Fuck yourself. It's great. <laughs> it's so great. You know, um, Teens of Denial was my my number one album of 2016, and Twin Fantasy has come close. So, sorry, Josh. I I, I just I really really like this band. Oh, do you? I, I never noticed. Yeah, number two though. Number two, you're like, okay. um, you're you're like quite a lot. Liza uh, Ann. Hey, it's above Carsey Headrest. I'm happy with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. Just an album, like you said, that I just kept returning to, over nice. and over and over again. And you recommended this to me, I think, at the same time that I got into Soccer Mummy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- this album is just super fucking catchy, super sad in the places that it needs to be, and just like, ah. Oh, wonderful 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 the lyrics uh is kind of like what kept me coming back so much of the time and i just you know it's just even like simple things like um what i'm I'm so bad with track names um i think it's favorite pair um oh socks yeah socks just like such a simple thing to sing about it's just like yeah. you know about don't want to st- throw you in the wash no i wouldn't dare you got it you know the one I it, know, it, and it's, it's an album that i haven't seen um many people no like talk again about we just kind of stumbled across it on facebook and mm-hmm. we listened to it and we fell in love with it 
It's it's Mad. it's wonderful, and and you you know what, right? If you really want to depress yourself, go go and uh, she she did like a live TV um, performance of um, one of the tracks of this album. I can't fucking remember which one. It's your number um, two album of the year. You should know the track names. Like. No, yeah, you would think, but like because I listen to everything in albums, like I tend to just put the album on, put my phone in my pocket, and just walk. So <laughs> I, I can I can never specifically um, remember. Closest like, to me, huh? Closest to me is that the song? No, what? what okay, what's the what's the first track of the album? Oh, um, uh, f- oh shit, you're making me forget that. Paranoia, paranoia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a TV performance of that, and um, because obviously they they put it on their YouTube pages, and it's like going directly to like a more mainstream audience. You should see the comment section if you really want to get depressed, like the whole fucking comment section of boomers like oh this is so bad like this is not what we want rock music to be blah 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 it's just like fuck we yourself. need Van fleet <laughs> this is so good and i think that leads us to our number ones number one <laughs> and I, I believe from what i can guess of what your album of the year is going to be and mm-hmm. i know what my album of the year is going to be obviously yes our choices are very different yeah, very different, and like I, I think evidenced by this whole list, our tastes are very different as well. Like we look for different things in albums. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm more of a a sad, depressing boy, and you're more of like a you know happy go lucky, I want fun kind of boy. You know, I do love emo though. We don't have enough time to debate emo right now, no. <laughs> so I'm just going to announce my album of the year. It is drum roll, please. Cindy Lee, actor tenderness. Ah. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you guys are thinking at home. What the fuck's this album? Never heard of this. What's who's Cindy Lee? This is actually the side project or the solo project of Patrick Flagel, who was the lead singer of the band Women. And Women is one of my favourite bands of all time. They put out one of my favourite records of all time, Public Strain. And this is a new chapter in Patrick's life where he's performing as a drag queen. And this is his music. It's very, very abrasive, noise-heavy, textured, like, ballads. It kind of sounds... I mean, we know the Beach Boys did heroin, but this is exactly what the Beach Boys would have sounded like if they recorded while on heroin. This is so dirgy and so just slow and depressing, but at the same time just cacophonous and heavy and just suffocating. Do check out the song Power and Possession for a little taster. Like the guitar lines are just so twangy and off-kilter. Everything about this album is off-kilter. That's the the perfect descriptor for this album. Um, just everything sounds so off and uh, unlike anything you've listened to, but it still maintains like a sense of humanity. You can still feel Patrick within the very blobby, uh, sharp space that this music inhabits. And from what I can pull out of his vocals and what I can pull out from the really loud instrumentation, it's still really powerful and really gorgeous and again just really suffocating um and i just fully fully wrap myself in the atmosphere of this record it's 
unlike anything I've ever listened to. It's a masterpiece. And it's just everything I want in a depressing album, to be honest. Those are some compliments, man. Uh, it's so good. It's so damn good. Did and yeah, know? more people need to check this out. It Again, it's not for everybody, but it's an amazing album. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Do check it out. So, so yeah. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah, if you're a fan of Beach Boys and you're a fan of Heroin, check this record out. My God. What a, what a way to sell an album. <laughs> it's what Patrick would have wanted, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> now, your album of the year. You know, 2018. quite... The, the, the way that you were speaking about your album of the year hmm. actually made me realise there's there's quite a few comparisons to be made between the two. And and, and uh, it's mainly in, in, in the, the sort of uh, kind of terms that I'm going to use. Okay. My album of the year builds... It, it's it's kind of like the opposite of your album of the year, but for the same reasons. Mine builds uh, a huge atmosphere of of gorgeousness rather than an atmosphere of nightmarish proportions like yours sounds like it does hmm. um it's eclectic it's noisy but all in the most beautiful and gorgeous ways possible and that is julia holter's aviary and I, an album that stunned me like because when I first listened to I Shall Love 2, I was like, this is great. This is like what was on um, Have You In My Wilderness, but kind of on crack. Like there's even more going on in the background. And it's just like six minutes just fucking gets noisier and noisier and noisier. But it's just like this cacophony of beautiful sounding instruments. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to listen to anything else that comes about this album. Don't want to know anything. <laughs> and I'll be honest, when I sat in bed on the morning it came out and downloaded it and I saw that it was an hour and a half, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, because <laughs> uh, I hate long albums. You, it, like, usually... Oh, I know, man. I it's know. just a double out. It takes so much out of me to listen to a double album. Um, and and th- this is coming from the same person whose favorite band is Swans as well. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, so, try to wrap any, your head anyway, around that audience. <laughs> when, when I saw that this album was an hour and a half, I was like... Christ. Okay, so I've got to make time for this. But I started listening to it anyway, and right from the get-go, there's just this... It doesn't even, like, try and build up into this thing. It just goes... Hits you straight away with these drums that are just, like, hitting all over the place. These strings that are whirling everywhere. Bagpipes, like, horns, everything just, like, kind of coming at you. And then just, like, her voice kind of layered into it. And you're like, what the what the fuck is actually going on right now? And it just... It kind of continues this, but then you get these really slow, serene moments. And her vocals are gorgeous. The, the, the lyrics that I don't understand over the top sound really nice um and it's just uh, sounds an album sound really nice connor bryant 2018 i know i i'm i'm very articulate with words as you can tell (laughs) but it it was an album that like i had to listen to in stages the first couple of times i listened to it because i was like okay i don't have the time to just sit here for an hour and a half but the more and more i did that and the more and more i was selecting certain songs to come back to the more and more i wanted to listen to it as a whole piece as an hour and a half and it's just Mm so gorgeous from start to finish just beautiful i think it w- it was a progression of her sound that i didn't see coming and it's just one that like it just embraced me like just that cacophony just is drowning me in in that that gorgeous sounding shit like i just i can't get can't get enough of it i just i, I i'm just so excited talking about it because it's just so 
wonderful and uh, it kind of just kind of took me by surprise i didn't expect to get a new julia holter album this year and when that first single dropped i was like oh this this should be good i love her other stuff and blew me out of the water just absolutely fantastic record and that's that's my number one that's my number one and i believe ever since we've like been friends and been discussing music this is the first time our album of the years are not in our respective like top 50s as in like my album of the year is not in your top 50 and your album of the year is not in my top 50 yeah no that's true look at us being different oh you cunt fuck you for having a different taste than me (laughs) yeah yeah but we did get two crossovers in our top ten, so that's that's fine. That's yeah, nice. and there's a few crossovers every now and then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. if at home you've never listened to any of these albums, which is, I'd say impressive. Like if you've never listened to any of these records, then do check them out. Uh, mm-hmm. They are truly special and definitely the cream of the crop when it comes to 2018 music. Creme de la creme. Um, the creme de la creme. This has been a very special year for music. Uh, and I oh, just, yeah. I think that's mainly down to just like how much music we've been exposed to over the year. Like we've gone out of our way to check out as much as possible, and we've mm-hmm. just been, you know, been floored about how much music has been, you know, how much good music is out there. It's you know? incredible. Mm-hmm. It's been an incredible year for music. We hope that you've had a great year of music too, um, and we'd love to know what your albums of the year are. So mm-hmm. please send in voice clips send in comments send in emails whatever message us on facebook twitter instagram tell us about your favorite albums uh and yeah follow us on spotify itunes google podcasts Castbox, mm-hmm. all the other places follow us on youtube follow us on instagram twitter talking music podcast i've been josh ferguson i've been connor bryant and those were our 2018 albums of the year and here's to an amazing 2019 as well. Here, here. Clink yep. glass. I'll add in a sound effect of a, a glass clinking. And that's where we can end it. Yeah. Right. Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you all. From me too. Bye. <laughs>